Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast. Thank you for listening. Want to remind you, you can reach out to us via email, pathtozionpodcast at gmail.com. That's pathtozionpodcast at gmail.com. Help us spread the word, won't you? Send people to pathtozion.com. That could not be any more simple. Pathtozion.com is the site where it just shoots anyone and everyone who goes there just directly to this site, to the home. I need help. (laughs) Would you share the word? If you listen, if you believe in, in this endeavor, everyone can help spread the word in this modern media age. Share some links, please. Pass the word along to anyone you think might benefit from this and and be invited into rediscovering the ancient way. That is what we're trying to do here. Listen, I'm going to break a major podcast rule right here and right now. I'm going to, in, 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 a, in a sense, I'm going to re-record something I've already talked about. There's, there's three things, I think, on the, on the horizon for us here that I will, I will in great measure re-record that I did probably around this time last year. Um, I'm not going to get into those specifically, and that's not quite as big of a deal because I know there are people who listen now that probably never heard those episodes from 10 or 11, 12 months ago. Um... That I that I believe are 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 ready to be freshened up a little bit and are very much worthy of revisiting. But what I want to talk about today is actually what I just talked about a couple days ago here on the broadcast, and I don't apologize for that. I don't I don't want to be stuck in professional criteria. Um. Because this is about trying to find what the Spirit is saying in this hour. This isn't about impressing anyone. This is about us learning, us being positioned to hear what the Lord is saying to His people. And one thing I'm convinced He's saying to me, and that He was, he was saying to the people that I gathered with yesterday, I want to talk about that again. I will preface it like I'm, I'm, giving, I'm giving everyone a, a pass if like you have the urge to say, Joel, you just talked about this mere days ago. You just told us that exact same thing mere days ago. Why are you just repeating content? Well, I believe that there's some things to add that came out hours after I recorded that, that episode that I really want to get down, that I really want to share, that I think would be good for us. Now, okay, so which episode am I referencing? Well, number one, it hasn't even been titled yet. And number two, when I'm recording this now, it's not even made it online yet. So I don't even know what it's going to be called. By the time you hear this, it will be titled and already online and all those things. It becomes past tense. But what I did share in that episode was thinking about Moses. 
Moses' life, there, there were several things I was sharing out of um, the song that I was listening to out of Isaiah chapter 43, talking about when you go through the waters, when you go through the rivers, when you go through the fire. And I was sharing about how the Lord was really speaking to me through those verses, just about the power that He displays when we go through something with Him. That, that we have His strength, His ability, His empowerment within us when we are willing to be ones who go through. Instead of going around, we go around a lot of things that we were intended to go through. And I want to talk about that in a much more expanded way this morning. That doesn't mean longer necessarily, but I want to expand kind of what I touched on a little bit in that recording. Now, well, what's this have to do with Moses? Okay, so as I was praying into those verses as I was driving, I was just, I thought of Moses. It's Hebrews 11, the Hebrews 11 reference to Moses has been really, really, really kind of my anthem in this season of my life. <sighs> Moses was called to do some extremely difficult things. Honorable, a high calling, I mean, goodness sakes, nobody, nobody can overlook that, but with great, great responsibility. And, and, and just to keep it just kind of simple in presentation, Moses, okay, so let's, let's talk about this for a second, and, and may the Lord help me to stay, stay focused on the point here. Let's paint a little scenario. Let's say, let's just make the story of Moses modern day. Okay, let's, let's say modern day Moses. It's 2020, and the account of Moses takes place today. So, Moses, as we know, his life was spared. He should have been killed as an infant. He should have been killed. We know that. We all know the story. We've known it our whole lives. He should have been removed, murdered. The Lord obviously spared his life, and in a unique way too. We won't get into the intricacies of all of the story and how there are a lot of details within it with spiritual significance, but the, the overview we know is, is he is put into the basket, into the river, and off he goes. He is discovered and brought to royalty. Okay, now again, remember, modern day Moses. And so, in modern day perspective, we say, favor of God, hand of God, provision, exaltation, promotion. Moses, who should have died, Yahweh spared his life. Why? To get him to the palace. To get him in the palace to exalt him, to give him favor. Amen. Raise your hand. Blessed. 
It's time for the favor of God. He wants to promote you. He wants to move you down the river that was, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? I don't have to go any further. I don't want to spend too much very valuable time on emotion. We get the point, right? We're mature adults. But modern day Christian culture would say a message about that pointing to how God wants to bless and favor you. He was delivered in the basket to the palace by the hand of God. The enemy meant to kill him. He should have died. The enemy wanted him dead. But Yahweh delivered him right to the palace. Why? For, for his fame, for his position, for his advancement. He was promoted to the palace. And the story would end there. And everybody would get all excited because they're hoping they're getting the Cadillac tomorrow. And they'd all be stoked about the awesome provision and hand of God bringing them blessing that they deserve. Immature. Shallow. Fleshly. Carnal-minded thinking. Even according to the scriptures now, we have to be careful that we're not acting like mere fleshly carnal men towards the eternal words of God. Because here's the reality, y'all. Hebrews 11 makes it crystal clear. I wish I could read it, but again, you know the drill I'm driving. Moses denied the comforts and pleasures of that palace. He shunned that. Why? To endure alongside the people of God. To suffer. To be miserable. Can we just be honest? To be miserable alongside the grumbling, complaining, never satisfied people of God. He chose that over the natural comforts of this world. That could have been rightfully His. That God brought to Him. He saw something greater. He made the exchange. Friend, here I am again. How many times am I saying the life of the Messiah is the exchanged life? The scripture in Hebrews that briefly references Moses in the hall of fame of faith, if you will, says that in summary, depending on what version you read, but we can at least say just in summary he was walking in the way of the Messiah. Of denying what was rightfully his to serve. And to be the mediator between God and men. And listen, friends, that is what we here are called to do. We are called to be likewise. To make that exchange and say, you know what? I can sit right here in the palace and bask in the, quote, goodness of God and favor and advancement and promotion and comfort. Oh, I'm giving him glory. Oh, I'm giving him glory. Oh, man. Don't even get me started. Well, they give all glory to God, you know. Or we can abandon our comforts, our earthly reward, and suffer. 
alongside the people of God, for the people of God, for ultimately the glory of Yahweh himself. And so I recorded some of that in measure the other day. But what continued to go in my imagination, in my thinking, after I turned that recording off and I journaled several pages um, during the service that I was in during the worship time. And I just had this clear vision of, and I'll try to, man, it, it's, it's a big visual, so I'll try to explain it concise. I saw myself with Yahweh. Well, what did he look like? That's not about that. <laughs> what was he wearing? <laughs> That's not the point. I was standing with Yahweh and before me was a gate. And there was a city, if you will. It was, it, was, it was walls in front of me. Okay, forget the city. That's going to give you different imagery than I want to, want to project into your imagination. I'm standing with Yahweh God before a gate and I see walls that surround something. And But through the gate, it's like these thick iron bar gates and I can see through and there's the whole thing inside the walls is fire. I mean raging inferno fire. And Yahweh's standing there beside me and the gate opens. And I'm looking at him and I'm looking in. And I'm looking at him and I'm looking in. And I look to my right because I see this commotion out of the corner of my right eye. And I see a line of people that in a staggered increment would, would begin to walk out around the gate. Around the um, walls rather. They would walk out around the wall on a well-worn path one by one. Staggered again, like a few minutes would pass, one would walk. A few minutes would pass, one would walk. And so I'm looking at them, and I'm looking at Yahweh, and I'm looking through the gate at the fire. And this is what I heard in summary. I'm going to have to greatly paraphrase. We have the right, even in Messiah, to walk around that gate, to go our own way. And here's the thing, right? And this is the Moses connection in my mind, and it may not be clear to you. I'm, I'm trying my best. We can go our own way out there searching for comfort, blessing, We, I would call it, you know, just how Christian America talks, favor, blessing, favor, blessing, comfort, ease. It's out there. But guess what? Number one, first and foremost, you're going by yourself. The people were going individually. They were going by themselves. And I'll point out here, I'm trying to figure out where to place each thing that I saw, but the well-worn path went all the way around, friends, and people would come out on my left side, and my assumption is they get back in line and go around again. Now, here's the thing. People out there were calling out to Yahweh. 
Yahweh, come. Come. Oh, bless us. Bless us. Come, oh, come, Lord Jesus. Come bless what we're doing. Bless what we're doing. Come here. Look at me. I'm right here. I'm asking for you to come. I need you. Okay, and I'll make this real personal. Yahweh is speaking to me. I'm at a point of decision. Again, Isaiah 43, right there, front and center. And again, paraphrase, Joel, you are free to walk around. You're free to go over there, son. I'm, I'm giving you the freedom. You may go out there. You can go. But listen, here's the problem, Joel. You can walk out there, but when you walk out there, number one, you're walking by yourself. And you're going to call for me, and I'm going to tell you this right here. You can call for me, but listen, I'm right here. I'm right here at this gate. Because I am going through. I'm going through with whoever is willing to go through with me. I am the God of going through. And so when you call out for me out there, you're, you're not clinging to Isaiah 43. You're saying, when I go around the fire, you will be with me. When I go around the waters, when I go around the rivers, you will be with me. But Joel, I'm the God of going through, son. And guess what? You know what's inside this fire? My people who are actually willing to go through with me. A corporate people in Messiah. Because guess what? That is what Yeshua Messiah absolutely personified. The going through. The suffering servant. Hey, let's just say this. Moses is in there. The Hebrews 11 saints are in there. The martyrs are in there. Guess what? I will be in there, son. So you can go out there and you can call me all day long, but you're going to find me when you come right back here to this gate and you say, Lord, I'll go in. I'll go through. And what's a component within that? The Moses account. I will deny my own self-gratification my own self-comfort, why? To go through and ascend the mountain of God. Listen, man, this could become really long. I'm having to be so careful. Lord, do you want this to be long? All right, I'm going to go with yes. Let's make this just part one of something. Listen, friends, this isn't some professional endeavor. This is, us, this is us trying to hear what the Lord would speak to us and literally be taught. Listen, there are millions of podcasts that will tell you five steps to knowing God. Look, this isn't one of them. This is not one of those teaching podcasts. This is, we don't roll like that. I'm not interested in that. I want to hear what God's saying right now at 924 on this Sunday morning. That's what I want to know. 
So let's just end this here. We're going to make part two coming right up right away. Amen.